okay. Oh, shit. So, yeah. If you don't Yo, want. that's an OG Porygon. Alright, I'm putting this shit away. <laughs> if you want to talk about it in Pokemon, <laughs> we'll change the podcast to like a Pokemon Cards podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever. Oh, Are we going to do a triple clap this time? Oh, I, 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 oh I thought about I was thinking about ways to merge audio this time around. So, I'm going to say one. And right after I say one, Steven, you say two, and then Elijah, you say three. Okay. Well, the question worked really well for me. The question worked really well as well. I didn't I didn't do the clap at all. The clap is way off if you listen to it. The clap yeah, is like the clap is really off. It's hard, but the question worked pretty well. Yeah. The que- the, it's just like, this is kind of a replacement for the question, because the question is like a two-person thing. Because mm-hmm. you can have two people responding to the question. That doesn't mean those two people are equal. Mm. Okay. Is that why you're one? So, are you better than us? That okay. Yeah, I edit, I edit this podcast. Why am I laughing? <laughs> Listen, Listen yeah, guys, don't do this to me. <laughs> Alright, ready? Okay, how about this? Elijah, you be one. <laughs> okay, so say three, two, one, but when you say oh one, Alex say two. Does that make sense? Okay, I you say one, I say two, Steve, you say three? Yep. Okay. Okay. Alright, ready? Say one, two, three. Wow, Steve, you're a bit late on that. Someone clap. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> that works. Okay, so we oh have our gosh. first guest today. Elijah, would <coughs> yes, like to do. introduce yourself? Oh shit, wait. Hello. Oh, oh I'm going to do it again. Oh. Perfect. Ah, oh, the good old. I actually just had a Red Bull. Um, I bought this on my It came in an Amazon package on accident. Mm-hmm. It came in an, a random Amazon. Yeah, package. like it came in like styrofoam package. Like whoever sent me the mail, obviously meant to send the Red Bull. That's great. And then yeah, when I opened it's it, expensive. It was dude, it's like, like two fifty for like this eight. Red Bull's like four fluid ounces bottle. It's so <laughs> I got it for free ninety nine. So I don't. Uh, I literally only bought Red Bull for this podcast. I drink coffee. <laughs> I straight up bought a oh, 12 facts. pack. Coffee I all just the way. Like, make coffee yet, like three times a day. My friend's giving me a French press for free, so I'm really excited about right? that. Yeah. French press is not nice. It's a nice, heavy cup. Full cup. Full cup. Solid. Elijah. Full cup. So this coffee thing, do you, do you, have you gotten into like the measuring like the, like the, the coffee bean to water ratio, like the 1 to 12? Like, oh my god, the ratio is so important. We could talk yeah. about this yeah. the whole I, time. Just, <laughs> talk about your coffee the whole fucking time. Nah, nobody cares about that. I have a second life. <laughs> what the hell is a D1 track star? <laughs> oh my oh. gosh, what? No, but uh, yeah, you definitely have to have ratios with your coffee. Like me, I like um, I like a little bit more uh, water to the coffee ratio. Okay. So I have like a 16, I have a 1 to 16. So that's, I guess, one gram of coffee bean to... 16 grams of water one gram of the and good, uh, good. I definitely one like, gram of good, good for me good, it's just like pre-blounded beans in like this old machine and I just literally I'd always I always put that's nasty I always Steve. Put that's more, plebeian shit Steve I always what put more in? way more than they <laughs> say because I want it to be as strong as humanly fucking possible see but the thing about that people think that but in actuality if you put too much you could over extract your coffee mm-hmm. and that just gives you a nasty bitter taste so fuck? like this is if wild. you find that good like See, middle ground really to your personal preference <laughs> it's um, great. 
Oh, I was gonna say I was gonna say something about coffee, but I told. Oh, wait, is it true that um, is it true that uh, cold brew coffee and because the, the cold brew coffee is like the most caffeine compared to like uh, espresso has the least due to the fact that um, what is it? It's the the longer the coffee beans seep, the more caffeine comes out. Okay, so like kind of so like okay. the so so for cold brew, the reason why cold brew is so strong is because it's a concentrate. Mm-hmm. So the way you make cold brew is basically you have the coffee grounds, right? You grind it to like a coarse grind. You let the water seep, seep it, like seep in it. And so basically after like 12 to 24 hours, whatever that water is, is like coffee water concentrate, basically. Oh, shit. And like, um, also like the science going into it the longer it sits the more time the, the caffeine inside the bean has to like more caffeine goes into the water because when you make an espresso it's super super hot water at super super high pressure mm-hmm. and like i don't know the measurement for pressure but it's like nine whatever the unit is for espresso and uh so but it's also super hot water so that hot water can kind of let some of the caffeine escape okay without like without it but like so that cold brew super concentrated but the fall off is when it's super concentrated it can be over extracted which like i said before super bitter bitter. okay yeah but that's why a lot of people with cold brew they'll add cream and sugar and it's like amazing yeah and it's perfect for summer so dude i just read a thing that said well one coffee is the second most traded product in the world which i did I like uh, to hear that. First is cocaine. <laughs> probably, no, probably what? <laughs> also, oh, shit, <laughs> coffee manufacturers, like large-scale coffee manufacturers, decaf coffee, they make decaf coffee, they sell the caffeine It's an amazing process. Soda companies. Like, that's where Wait. they get Whoa. the caffeine they put in Whoa. the sodas. That's a cool fucking fact. That's pretty that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I know with uh, decaffeinating coffee, it's one of the coolest things I've ever heard like there's so there's this one company in I want to say Iceland or Greenland whichever the one has the really good water uh they basically just do like this filtration system of like the straight green bean like so like coffee you know starts off as a green bean off the cherry yeah and like they'll just like run it through this water processor like six times and each time it gets less caffeinated less caffeinated less caffeinated because to the point where it gets like below their level of caffeine uh, intake or whatever it is inside the bean I'm like, oh, that's crazy. And then they, I assume they send, like, the caffeinated leftovers to, like, the, ca- the companies that need the caffeine, like you were saying earlier, where they send it to, like, the soda <coughs> companies and stuff. Something. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. My girlfriend is, like, passionately addicted to caffeine. Or coffee, just in general. She fucking loves She drinks it. a lot of coffee. She drinks a, drinks a fuck ton of coffee. And then she'll drink decaf, hey, like, any time after, like, 5 p.m. And she'll just drink decaf, and she's always drinking coffee. Oh, wow. That's... That's actually more than me. That's intense. Yeah, she said she oh says gosh. it like barely affects her anymore. But like, if she doesn't drink it, she just hates her life. <laughs> See, I'm an energy yeah. drink fiend, so I'm like, I'm gonna die. Your, I'm gonna die young, and I know this is a fact. yeah. Rest in peace to your livers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, fuck I'm that. so fucked. Uh, I think drink coffee. Second semester of last year, almost every night, I went and got like an energy drink called a Blue Rebel from this uh company. It's this thing in Arizona called Dutch Bros, and it's like a Red Bull, but it's kind of like sweeter. And they mix stuff <laughs> into it, so it's like a mixed drink, except Red Bull. And that shit would <laughs> fuck me up, and I'd be up till two every night, and I'm like, why am I up so late? Well, that's why. Oh my gosh. But anyways, 
Yeah. yeah Everyone, coffee. welcome to our fourth pot. Oh, Co- coffee is actually like healthy <laughs> for you. You know that, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't zero, do zero, anything bad to you. It's if anything, zero it's calories for you as long as you're not like addicted to it. I mean, it's just well, fucking bean water. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everything, be? everything in moderation. Even moderation. Yeah. Mm. Recorded that. As a shout on out the to Stephen, I'm going to drink a lot of Red Bull right now. That's a, sh- that's a shout out to me, like getting drunk every once in a while. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I told Alex that I thought he sounded drunk because like his voice sounds a little different because he's like sick, and he's like, "Yeah, you're drunk. What, Steve? What the fuck?" <laughs> it's 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 been a rough couple days. No, dude, but we yeah. need to do a podcast with like. Someone who knows a lot about weed and smoke before, I feel like that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and here we have the Wilkins yeah. twins. <laughs> Dude, Matt's, right. Matt's a podcast. He's told me that he's going home to Austin, not this weekend, but the next, to hang out with that Michelle girl. Do, like, and he's recording a podcast with her? And he's going to get drunk with her and record the podcast. And I was like, oh. Wait, so he's starting a podcast? Yeah. He yeah. He 100% was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I'm going to start my own podcast. Ah. Uh, and the rivalry begins. Yeah. I mean, like, between Tom and Tom. We're not original either, but, like, if any of our close friends do it, I'm going to be a little sus. Talk some shit. It's like, so, guys, well, don't go to this pod, other podcast here. They suck. They're lame. Or or go listen to them, realize that they're trash, and come back to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Just just talk a bunch of shit about them. I've been so, like, bored <laughs> being up here in College Station, but not having school, that I've been, like, every single, like, morning I check our, like, stats... <laughs> and like put them in a fucking google sheet dude episode 2 is like so much fucking more popular than the third one episode 2? yeah by a long shot it's because um, episode, episode oh, no yeah I don't know y'all not in school yet? Uh, no, I'm in y'all school both are, I'm not. Okay. today was my oh this my was God. my first week I just finished my first week it was a long week dude those first two days were like you said just years. finished? yeah no you I mean Friday I have a single class on Friday at like 1 Oh my gosh, must be nice. Oh, it's nice. But, uh... Five days don't end. Seven days a week. Okay, so episode two had a total of 230 views, like, across all the platforms. Really? Episode three... I don't even know 230 people. Episode three only had 166. Episode one had 156. Why does episode two have so many more views? Because episode two had... 137 views or downloads on TalkShoe, which is only iTunes, because we don't have anything else on there. 17 Dude, views I straight on up, SoundCloud and 77 views on YouTube. Dude, I straight up don't know, like, I don't know that many people. Dude, like, I where are these people a, coming I from? I posted it on my Instagram story, and like 500 people saw it, and that like bumped it up by a, a decent bit. <laughs> Fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my gosh! I don't think we gave Elijah a proper a proper introduction yet, or at least we did. <laughs> I think I think I said he could have introduced himself, but we just got right into coffee. Oh yeah, but anyways, guys, this is our friend Elijah. He's our first guest on the show, so everyone give him those little those little snaps. There you go. Straight snaps. Yeah, snaps Straight snaps. He is a coffee aficionado. And, yes. Uh, yeah. He's probably like <laughs> Elijah's probably the most supportive person comes to the yeah. podcast like there's a handful of people that always like text me and i'm sure it's the same to you guys so like this is what i think about that one or that one but elijah's definitely like always hitting us up like this like right when oh, we yeah. upload the episode so that's where yeah. i hit you up first i don't know if that's a testament that i don't do anything <laughs> other than just listen to podcasts or 
Same man. I'm really supportive. I'll take both. both. Um, we're out right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's my introduction. He's <laughs> a coffee one fiend. Fan. <laughs> the the tall and taller is number one fan. <laughs> Oh great! Also, that's that's a, that's a good title. If you want to be a guest, hit me up. I'm gonna probably hit up Isaiah, maybe Jake, probably, maybe <laughs> oh, even God. Matt Wilkins. Maybe I'm a little, oh, a little salty that he decided to start his own podcast, but I can't. I can't. Like, shit maybe we could. Hey, maybe man, we, we could invite him on. We, we should invite him on and be like, so how does it feel being worse than us? I feel mean, like we could we could <laughs> collaborate <laughs> with him, but I genuinely feel like there's no way he'll get as many downloads as us. Because I don't think he knows know, that man. many people that we don't know. Oh jeez, dude, Steve, humble you're really hitting hard. I'm gonna be dead ass. I'm gonna be dead ass. I'm sorry, that was an asshole thing that's, to say. Now that I think that's about pretty it. fucking savage, Steve. I don't know if we allow that kind of savagery on the podcast. This is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. This is a safe space. <laughs> dude, episode two, we just flamed him. <laughs> like, <dude. laughs> no, you flamed that. him. That's oh, what you flamed him. You flamed him. I took no part. I took no part. Maybe, I stayed as maybe. far away from that as I could. Maybe that's why it was the most popular one. I told. I think I told Matt that the second one was our most popular one. He's like, it's because you roasted me, and I was like, yeah. I mean, it might be, man. Never Jake know. Jake Galuli thought it was fucking hilarious. <coughs> he didn't get over it. Oh, so when you say Jake, you mean Galuli? Yeah, Galuli listened to well, our podcast on a regular basis. Biederman also told me that he, I told both of y'all that Biederman listens. I don't yeah. know if he still does, but he did listen to the first two, which I, I thought was pretty cool. It's pretty oh. interesting seeing like the people that do and don't actually listen to the podcast. I don't really like blame anyone for not listening. No, I mean, like, I don't, I don't either. Like, it's kind of just, like, why the hell would anyone check in, you know? It's just me and Steve talking most of the time. But just, like, the most, like, random people. Like, some, like, some person, like, from high school that I barely talked to is like, yo, I listened to the podcast. And I was like, what? Nice. <laughs> like, where? <laughs> when? I fucking so, yeah. listened to a podcast. It's, like, based out of here in College Station. It's, like, senior effort. Uh, business major he has a podcast that's pretty damn popular and he had benjamin schrader on it and i thought it was the funniest oh, thing oh my god dude i listened to it and i was like i really don't want to believe because he he sound like he's weird like ben schrader's weird we know that but like he seems pretty genuine because like i feel bad for um, the kid because everyone's fucking shouting nah. him. like like everyone no. hates him i feel so bad <laughs> i don't like hey, man. i don't know what to think about ben schrader because like on one end, I could tell that he was kind of just misguided and kind of, like, weird about all yeah. that stuff. But, like, on the other end, he sang the Soviet national anthem in front of uh, my friend, who's Ukrainian, while Russia was invading Ukraine. Hey, man. Hey, man. Oh, oh, and my friend terrible. straight up almost started swinging. Like, I was just like, holy so shit. Like, you can't just do shit. that. He lives on the top floor of my apartment complex in, like, a penthouse suite and. He's got like something like twenty thousand followers on Instagram. If I could like, I see, I, I follow get, him on Instagram. If we could get the plug, if you could like shout us out, you know how many fucking views we'd get. Yeah, uh, he might have blocked me. I, I definitely <laughs> follow check. him. The only reason I still follow him is because the fact that he lives I like in my building. His clout. I see him every once in a while. He posted like. Do you say hi to him? No, I don't say hi to him. Maybe one. You should say hi to him. You should I, be I like, 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 check out my podcast. He's always like walking around, like talking to himself on his phone because like he just constantly uploading like Snapchat and Instagram stories of like trying to be like motivational and shit. It's weird. Yeah, I mean to be fair, that's like a thing now. Like I watch this video of like a uh, a person delivers Uber Eats compared to a quote unquote like personality, and the personality you basically sat on his ass. He recorded videos himself by going like, yo, like, check out this stock. Because he was like a stock personality. Like, he would re re report stocks and, like, like the ups and downs and yeah. the trends and what you should invest next. 
And so he'd just basically like hang out, record himself every once in a while, talk about stocks. And then the the guy in the who's an Uber Eats driver, he was just like waiting for the next call. And I was just like, damn, like that. What a like what a different because that that dude straight up made like the dude who was basically sitting on his ass made like straight up seven million a year. Yeah, dude. People. I had a good friend at UT Dallas. I don't know if he's listened to this. He's a really good friend of mine. His name's Ferris. He's from Denton, Denton, Texas, which is like a really nice white suburb, yeah, North, North Dallas. And he uh, trades uh, stock, not stock, uh, currencies on foreign exchange, and he makes a fuck ton of money. He has is his last drive. name Bueller? No. <laughs> <laughs> he drives. He's actually Ooh. like. He's from Jordan. Like his family's from Jordan. Like the country. Oh okay, yeah. And he, uh, he's cool, dude. He's a little, little awkward sometimes, but he's cool, dude. And he like drives like a brand new fucking Mercedes, and he's I guess he's our age. He just flexes everywhere he goes because he makes a fuck ton of money just trading off. Does he like change. flex or does he just like like low key flex? Like everyone's just like, damn, that's a like a Louis Vuitton like. Yeah, it's just low key where like he's got <laughs> he's got nice shit. He's not gonna like brag about it, but he's got nice shit. Uh, yeah. Okay. Those are my favorite kind. Yeah, those are the, the low key guys. <laughs> I remember trying to, like, learn it. I never, like, finished it because I didn't start learning it until, like, halfway through spring semester. And what do you mean I about learning? The app and I would trade with fake money. So it was the actual, like, market that you trade I remember, with I know fake market. Oh, market? Oh, yeah, yeah, market yeah. watch. And I'd do that in practice. Yeah. But, like, I didn't ne- never trusted myself to actually put real money into it. I actually, I actually invested a lot of money into the market. Really? But, yeah, I always do it so it's, I guess, short-term gain. Uh, oh, so you like just quick and fast, like make yeah, money so quick like this and summer, get out. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like this summer, I, I would put, I was really aggressive with it. I would put probably forty percent of my paycheck yeah, like, each oh, paycheck wow. into it. Into it, I went straight into like, like the power shares, like Apple. Uh, what else did I go into? Amazon. Um, I, I think I went to this thing called, no, not Amazon. Amazon per share is like crazy amount. Yeah. But um, I went into this thing called FNKO that had like this huge, it's like a toy story kind of thing Funko it had a huge Funko pop yeah. those pop figurines you know, yeah the vinyl figurines those things are huge like they're like yeah. the latest like in collection thing I can see why they're like skyrocketing yeah I yeah Funko pop yeah this is definitely what it is um, but I just had a friend tell me he's like yeah go into it early and I was like bet and now it just like like exploded and I was like oh my gosh and so I got scared so I just took everything out <laughs> that's dope <laughs> And the thing with the Ferris guys, like when he made, when he was really making money, he would be a yeah. shut-in. No one would ever see him because he was always in his room watching the, he was like the trading, graphs, yeah. constantly trading. Because like to really make good money, that's what you have to do. Like just oh, so he was really yeah. in it. And the market is twenty-four hours. It doesn't close on like from like whatever. I don't know when the stock market closes, but it doesn't. Have, yeah, it's like at three o'clock or something it's like that. It's twenty-four hour, five days a week. So like. During like Holy the week, shit. he was always fucking locked in. <clears throat> it was insane. So he's like me, but he doesn't play video games. No, he just makes a fuck ton of money. <laughs> That's. I wish I were like that. <laughs> to be fair, though, I like I just don't know. Like, if somebody put puts a graph in my face, I won't know what the fuck's going on. Like, up could be down for all mm. I know. Like, especially when it comes to trading and stuff. It's all about like trend just, lines and bullshit. Like he explained yeah. it to me, but I don't really remember it very much. It's very much like you have to know it to know it, but once you know it, you like you, you, ha- got you it. have it down. Yeah, and that's that's I mean, just how it that's is. That's the case with a lot of things, huh? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you have to like 
Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> to be <laughs> to be fair, like to get to some place like that, you have to like be basically doing it for a straight like six months until you're finally like proficient in it. Yeah. But you know, you never know. My like my friend, um, wait. I was gonna say during our uh, during our high school senior year, remember Chip Chase? He made us do that thing. He made us oh, do the. We made us do like the uh, stock challenge, and we basically pitted four half like the class was split up into like six groups, and each group got ten thousand dollars, and we see you had to see how which made more money. And my friend Preston, he was up by like straight like six k, like he was he had it made, and then he invested everything he had into an oil ta- into an oil tanker firm, and then right after he invested, it's crashed because uh like something happened and there was like a trade like thing put in place and the stocks dropped like straight up 70 percent and he lost all of his money he lost the game and i was just like damn i I really do be like that sometimes don't (laughs) yeah i remember that and i remember those other people like uh uh that boy constantine he uh he was day trading yeah he's like day trading thinking that was gonna get him up the dude only had like uh like maybe five percent profit Oof. and like uh another group that had um some other girl like it was like an all-girl group they had just they just like put all their stuff into like disney or something like that and it they just let it sit <laughs> and then by the time the end of the game constantine had five percent profit doing all that work and the girls had like 15 percent or something crazy like that and i was like wow have you seen uh, the hard knocks episodes with the browns elijah it's the uh, hard, and we mentioned Hard Knocks before. It's the TV show where the I uh, have not. They go inside like an NFL team, and like it's like behind the scenes. But in one, in the first episode, one of like the defensive linemen is telling all the guys to like invest their money and telling them how like with like long term investments and just like general interest and in savings account that they could be like billionaires if they don't spend any money. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. Because these guys are making like a million, a couple million, a few million a year easy, no matter who they oh are. Oh my gosh, they're making so and much they money. They just invest uh, it and they get like a, they get a 1% turnaround. It'll grow so fucking fast. Like you're making a mm-hmm. thousand a year. I have a friend nothing. who's doing that. He just he just got picked up by the uh, one of the NFL teams. And, you know, he got that first rookie check. Mm-hmm. And it's it looks nice, especially from like, you know, where we're from. And, uh, He's like, what do I do with it? Invest and like, so like he like fired his agent. <laughs> yeah, he like fired his agent, so he has to have to pay his agent anymore. And like, I think uh, I can't remember who's representing him now, but like, he's just doing all this stuff, like money moves mm-hmm. with it, because he wants to save his money, be smart with it. He doesn't want to be like those players who just yeah. get to the NFL, leave, and then have no more yeah, money. If you're smart after you like three years, two, if you're smart, you play, like start on a team for two years and then never play again. You could be oh, yeah. set. <laughs> I I remember watching a I remember reading like a statistic where like as soon as like when people leave the NFL they're usually bankrupt because they just spend all yeah, their money. Yeah, because everyone flexes. I, I, I forget yeah. the actual statistic, but that like blew my mind because these guys are paying getting paid like what forty, twenty thousand, twenty million a year. Well, just, like, I can't even fathom having money. that much money. And they just love spending it because they come from like usually not is anywhere near that kind of level of money, and then they just want to just spend it because they're having a great fucking time and. It's, they just yeah. don't realize, and no one tells them, like, if you just invested, it's so much better for your future. Which like, is why if someone gave me people that was so cool in Hard Knocks. Go if on. I got dropped, like, $10 million, the first thing I would do is, like, I'd sanction off, like, a million, I'd say, for, like, living the next, five, like, five years of my life comfortably. Because <laughs> exactly 200000 is, like, amazing. 
And then I'd probably put like nine, like the rest into just like a savings account to just rank up money. And then probably like I just, when I die, like I'll have like, oh, just give 80% to charity because like I don't need that shit. Like my kids can live off the 20%. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I don't think I told you this when I died. To your dad's house for the first time when we left he was oh like God. why the fuck would anyone buy a house like that just donate half of the money the house cost to, to charity and then build a house half the size is literally what she yeah. said i was like fuck. I, mean, <laughs> I mean yeah she's right <laughs> somebody uh somebody actually brought up a pretty good point about my my father's domain the Don Estate. <laughs> the Don Estate. He uh, he was my dad's longtime work partner that he's had for like, like I'd say 20, 20, 30 years. He's known him for like, no, not 20, 30, but he's known him for a long time. And he, I was like, I was like, God, the house is ridiculous. Like, why does someone need something like that? And he just looks at me and he's just like, success sells. Because uh, my dad brings people to this house, like people that he wants to do business with, and they see this house and they're like, "This dude's pretty well off. He must be doing something right." I guess that because like true. the house, we, my dad doesn't use most of the house. He uses some of it sometimes, and like when it when it like when he uses it, it's nice. But you bring someone to that house that like wants to do business with you, they see something like that, and they're gonna be like, "Okay, like this is a pretty safe bet." That's one thing I hear about, like, cleanliness. So a guy in the fraternity I was in at UGD, he was like this. He's a senior. He's kind of down with the shit. He doesn't really care about the fraternity anymore, but he's this, like, really chill, like, Jewish dude. And you can tell he's well off and he's going places. And he had this nice-ass house, like, the nicest house that anyone, about, like, a 10-minute drive from campus. And he kept that bitch spotless spotless and like that's where I want to be I want to be to where I'm like always like ready for anything prepared even though I got a lot of like habits to build that's the goal in the long term and then like be cleanly be organized be productive and to where like I can do more things in a sense yeah I need to get more organized <laughs> yeah give me a second yeah. I mean no one's perfect I just like once you like get the idea in your head and start working towards it, it you're not going to get any worse you just only get better oh yeah and then you just start off small at first start off by just you know uh making your bed every day yeah that's yeah. We one step to being organized <laughs> i mentioned that yeah. in the last podcast and i like to tell you progress isn't going well my bed is not made my bed is not <laughs> mine is i'm on it right now though because i don't have a desk in my room but uh I guess it's more, more incentive to go to the coffee shop. So that's I think the past week, I've just been kind of like, the excuse that I've been giving myself is that I'm fi- like I'm getting just like set because it's been like a rough week with not knowing if I got into classes or not and then finally getting in. And just going to go to these classes. Come around. I, um, my, the class that I needed to get into for my major was on backlog. What does that mean? It means, like, there was too many seats. There was seats taken. All the seats were taken, and there were people that needed to get into the class. Uh-huh. But they couldn't because they didn't have enough seats. So there was, like, a waiting list of people that wanted to get in. Did they make a new one? Oh, wow. Uh, um, that's your useful if there's more people that need to take They did class, make a new one, but that one filled up, too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was on a wait list, and I was just like, well, shit, I'll probably have to take, like, another semester. This fucking sucks. Like, damn. 
I got a t I got a text or I got an email being like respond as soon as you can. We have this spot open. Take it or leave it. And I sp I was literally I was in class when I got the email, and I saw that email and I just like fucking whipped it whipped open my fucking like inbox and I just like sent her a message like I'll take it. And the, she didn't respond for another hour, so I was like, oh my god, she gave my shit away, like, I'm fucked. And then she finally sent me a response, because I sent her three emails over the course of the hour. Like, I was like, oh, like, oh, uh, this, stressing. like I, said, I sent her an email off my one account, because my, uh, my school e email uh, routes to my regular email. Yeah. So they send it to my school email, but it comes to my regular. So I messaged her from my regular, and then I was like, I sent her from my other email, and I was like, hey, I didn't know if you got my message, this is the same guy, I want that fucking seat. Like, please respond. <laughs> and then she finally sent me an email. She's like, oh, like, like, thanks. Okay, like, just sign up for the class now. You're, you're all set. And I'm just like, oh, God. So, yeah, it's been a stressful week. Last week I was freaking out. I was not doing too hot. Dude. But now I'm doing a lot better, which is nice, I, I guess. I interrupt you, but while we were talking, I was checking the stats, like I said earlier, of our podcast. Episode 2 <laughs> just broke, like, the chart. Like, literally broke the graph I made. It is higher than the... Y axis goes. <laughs> the fuck? What, the what is? Fuck? <laughs> Episode two, dude. It has like it had like twenty more views than it did this morning, as of right now. I don't don't get why that one is so popular. Well, which one was Episode two again? The one where we talked about Matt and the girl we had to bleep out. It was, uh, yes. Yeah. Matt Wil Matt Wilkins was mad because we didn't piss up. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I said his last name again. He's like, you just straight up said my last name in the video. <laughs> we said so many just people's like, last names in the video. I really. I've noticed care. that. I was like, oh, they're really putting everybody's. I mean, if we ever, if we ever become right? famous, we're gonna have to fix that probably. Yeah. I mean, hey, by the time, yeah, yeah, by the time that happens, you'll be able to delete stuff. And yeah. If we do make get popular, we can delete the first few episodes. I doubt. No, see, if we do get popular, we can pay someone to edit out those names. <laughs> That's what we're doing here. We're making money moves. Facts. Editing's fun, though. I kind of like it. Editing can be fun. And I'll, like, oh my god. I, there was this one time I was like, I want to make a meme. So there was this really good, <laughs> there was this really good potato chowder in the dining room, in the dining hall last year. And I was like, oh shit, dude. Like, me and my friend had a joke. It was like, I hope there's fucking potato chowder today. And, like, one day it was gone. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is pissing me off. So I taught myself, I went into like four different video editors and I tried to teach myself how to edit like through those. Well, the first two were like, didn't work. I downloaded the third one, it didn't work. So I downloaded the fourth one, it worked. And then I needed to route my headphones through Audacity. And I had to learn how to like record like input audio as, output audio as input. So I had to go through that. Yeah. I had to find a voice like a, you know, you know the meme where it's like, um, so no head, and then he smashes the phone and ground pounds the skateboard. <laughs> it was like that, <laughs> okay. but like a robot voice is like, so no potato chowder. And then he ground pounded the phone and like smashed the skateboard. And that was the entire meme. It took me four hours. I think you sent me that one, and you were like, it took me four hours. I was like, really? Fuck. <laughs> it's because I had to teach myself like three different video editors. It was ridiculous. And but everyone gives me you shit. Know video editor program. So now I know. you've learned something. But if you haven't been video editing since you then no, I actually got a new video editor that's much better. It's called HitFilm Express. It's apparently free, and it's basically just like a... It's apparently free. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's totally free, but it's like a... iMovie is the best for, like, low-level video editing. It's iMovie is top of the class. Like, I hate Apple. I hate Apple products, but I have to give it that. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the... What is the 
a lot of Final Cut. Every fucking like professional YouTuber uses Final Cut Pro, which oh, is only on so Apple. nice. It's so nice. Adobe. Adobe makes like the best. It's they use the the yeah Adobe After Effects, Final Cut. All of them are like top notch. The top notch. Like they're the programs people use. Um, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. You want to talk so. about the uh, <laughs> the drones? And the, and the oh, movie. the drones! drones. <laughs> Dude, I could talk for fucking a while about drones. When I saw I, this, I was like, holy shit. And so dope. I was looking for... I was telling you, I was just trying to find, like, a light-hearted tech article, but fucking our last technology on Reddit is literally just all about, like, net neutrality. And I'm like... I Don't you love it? I'm just like, I, I get Still? it's important, but, like, dude, I... I'm trying to find something like actually like just interesting technology shit. God, the internet and news is so doom and gloom nowadays. It's kind of making me sad. Yeah, we can get to that in a yeah, bit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> in a bit in a sec. In a bit in a sec. We always end our podcast with something like serious and sad. Why do we always? It's because do that? we always we talk about stuff, then it derives into other stuff, and then it derives into other stuff. Like we went from talking about nuclear fallout to addiction. Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? How? Like, explain this shit to me. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's whack. Yeah, I, m- I remember listening and I was just like, oh my goodness. So yeah, this, uh, <laughs> okay. this uh, article is about how these engineers programmed drones to herd birds away <coughs> from airports autonomously, meaning that no one has to control them. They just send them out and they just do it on their own. Which is yeah. really cool mm. because there's a lot of like plane crashes or near plane crashes that have happened because birds will fly near a runway and the plane will take off and Gosh. they'll get sucked into the engine and the engine will fucking explode. And like there was one really popular instance probably like a couple of years ago that they mentioned. Oh, in 2009, the miracle on the Hudson, a bird got into one of the engines of a, like a. Oh, there's a movie about that. Plane, yeah. And then the guy landed Tom into Hanks. the Hudson River. Shit like that Tom is why they're avoiding that, which is really fucking cool. I would love yeah. to be able to even th- make something near that level. Like an algorithm that can handle that is insane. Hey Steve, you're a yeah, lot imagine. I know. Maybe one day. And to be fair, if you think about it, it's okay. It's hard, but the logic behind it is not that hard. They've already have like, like car, car, like car. Okay. So one thing about programming that you need to get done before you. St- you start programming is understanding the logic behind programming. That's what most computer science classes yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, and the logic is obscenely interesting. Like, computer logic is so cool. It's a shame mm-hmm. that I fucking suck at computer programming, but, like, it's just Same. really interesting. It's really, it's really easy to, like, think, oh, for this to work, like, we just if have to this make sure the dro- if the bird comes here, the drone goes here. Like we, like it's simple to like think about it in your head. If you to, think about it, yeah, but it's hard to hard as fuck. Computers, to if you you consider computers thinking, in quotes, it's completely different. Like you have to be ex- so exact with computers to the minute fucking detail, and it's such a fucking pain. Like I remember I made a program where it was rock paper scissors lizard Spock, so it was a five option rock paper scissors game essentially in my first computer science <laughs> game which you're like oh that's not that bad it was a bitch no it was a fucking yeah. bitch to me so i had to assign a number to every single option rock paper lizard sock and then i had to set that like if the user types lizard that means one if the li- user types one that means lizard to do all that and then you have to say that lizard then you have to set up if 
user Pete selects lizard, you have the computer generate a random number between one and five, and then you compare that number and you have to set every single scenario to where this beats that, and this beats that, and this beats that. Yeah, so it's, it's it gets pretty redundant. Yeah. complex than you think because you have to be prepared for every single situation. And the worst part usually yeah. is is that users are dumbasses. You always have to prepare for user error because that's and that's always the hardest part about computer programs is because a teacher when he grades your program is going to be like, okay, tries it normally, works fine. Then he's going to act like he's stupid, misspell the word. What happens? Did Use you the wrong number. What is work? What has happened? You just completely sent something wrong. It's like you have to be prepared for anything that the user mis messes up. Because humans don't think as like perfectly as a computer does, and it's so fucking annoying. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> our our <laughs> robot annoying. overlords. Yeah, I know. I wish I was with the robot. I'm, I'm prepared. This is why whenever AI take over the world, we're all fucked. Nah. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, everyone's like worried about it, so I, th I would like to think that anyone making AI understands that they shouldn't allow... Well, I heard somewhere that Google is putting more money into anti-AI. It's something like that, where it's like, dang, I wish I knew I more about I this. I saw an article so that like they're doing AI, AI stuff. And they couldn't figure out how to stop it, so they had to like manually shut it down through the servers. <laughs> I was there like, was oh, this, uh, God. <laughs> there was this, um, there, I was reading this one thing, and apparently this place made i don't know i don't remember the exact details but these guys made an ai on like a secure mainframe and it tried mm -hmm. to escape out like it tried to escape onto the internet or it tried to like get out and then they just shut it down i don't know i don't know if it makes sense yeah. it probably doesn't there's a, there's, a bunch of, like, I, there's a bunch of shit like it's that just, it's just like what the fuck and now we have people oh we have ais playing dota there's there that, like okay so dota is this um dota's a uh, MOBA, um, like a, it's a strategy game, and they played, yeah. um, they played the top like one percent of players, and they won every single time. They outclassed the people that were like the that were playing the game, which is insane. Or the fact that there's chess Dota? computers that are better than any other human player by a long shot. That like a human could. Did they beat? The did they meet uh, Magnus? Whatever yeah, his I name is. I think I heard there's a stat somewhere that that some year few years ago was the first time a computer beat the best chess player in the world. I saw that. And he got mad. The dude, the guy actually got mad, yeah, right? And like, like quit. I'm going to try to Google that. Oh, have you guys heard of the computer? Okay. So I went to Princeton a couple of years ago and took a summer course called Human Nature. Flex. <laughs> yeah. But um, I took this course called Human Nature and Technology. And in one of the course, in one of the lessons, we learned about this one program yeah, it's. I don't believe it's called Deep Blue, but it was. In, it was a. Uh, fuck, I forget the name. Um, but this company, they made an AI that plays Go, and Go is a game that's like chess. Yeah, let me let me look it up actually. Um, it's a game that's like chess, and it was invented in China, and it is. Inc it's so much more complicated this chess that it's almost like it's ridiculous and yeah. in the beginning of the game like the commentators were watching it and they were like oh this robot's making stupid moves like what the fuck's going on and then later on in the game those moves that it made 
were like integral to its winning, and it just demolished the guy. They it placed down a move, and the guy looked at it. The top one of the top go players in the world. The guy looked at it, got up, and used the restroom. He just left. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, like the thing in Go is like you have like a section like two hours to play the game, and during that time you could just leave and come back. So he just like up and left and came back like ten minutes later and kept on playing. But he was just like, "What the fuck?" He got he got destroyed. He's cried. Gosh. Yeah, dude. AI is getting whack. He's just like, "I thought it was the best. Thought it was the best." What a sad day. So do you want to talk about? Democracy. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> democracy. Uh, I never want to talk about democracy, but it usually devolves into us talking about democracy. Mm, because we almost started talking fuck about not. it like ten minutes ago already. When? Um, we mentioned how politica, pol- politica, politics are fucked. Ah uh, yes, politics are fucked. So this guy named Jaska Mount, he's a German dude who wrote a book. It was like, what was it called again? Uh, the people versus democracy, and we, I thought it was interesting because it kind of tied into how we uh, finished the last podcast where we talked about how like politics doesn't really like make much sense because it's really corrupt and no one really wants to get into it because of how it's corrupt and it seems like we're just going down mm-hmm. a horrible path with like Trump being president and all sorts of fuck shit happening with like Russia apparently like hacking the election and every time you go onto any sort of news article something shitty is happening. Like you can't go anywhere, whether it's, it's Reddit, Twitter, fucking any normal, like, cable TV, everything is just, like, shit. <laughs> it seems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rough. And, like, essentially what he was, what he was saying is that, like, ever since, more, like, millennials think it's not important for democracy to be a thing, and that, like, because all these older people grew up the people that grew up around like the world wars were now like we're starting to lose them all we're about to run out of people that actually lived through that they oh, care yeah. a lot more about democracy than we do because we they, we can grow up through wars and then yeah it's true so like That's we're true. less like aware of how we didn't fight for it shitty yeah. it's it is we didn't fight for anything stuff like that uh-huh. like a stat is that 20 years ago 1 in 16 Americans thought army rule was a great idea so that's not that many people we don't want army rule we don't want to be led to by like a dictator fucking runs an army type deal now it's one in six people what yes one in six so you're telling me that statistically one in six people in america think that an army rule isn't it like forced by the military to do whatever is the just way to solve our problems so you're telling me if i go back like if I have sixty people like on my Instagram, ten of them, and I like, and if I have, so yeah, so I have sixty people on my Instagram, and I post a picture like, let's bring back the Reich. Like <laughs> nine people are gonna respond and be like, let's do it, bro. Like you oh, and okay, me, let's okay. let's well, get it. One responding is one thing, and genuinely believing it is another. Cause like, no one wants that. To, no one like the popular opinion. It's not like taboo to think that. So they're not going to be like shouting. It's not to taboo to think. <laughs> that, that, bring back the right. Yeah, exactly. But like people who do think <laughs> it's a thing. Excuse me. Is, did I have? Wait, what? Do I have taboo missed for it? Is it the other way around? Did I fuck that up? I don't know. Taboo means bad. Taboo means it's not good. Okay. So it's it is taboo. <laughs> Whoops. Yes. <laughs> 
I was about to be like Steven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, one, I'm one of the six. <laughs> <laughs> one of the ten. Did you know? But uh, I'm, I'm getting all this from a TED Talk by that guy named Yaska Mook that I'll link in below. And he has a book Yashka. called The People vs. Democracy, Yashka. which is essentially how democracy is falling because of, like, uh, authoritarian populists. And Trump is a perfect example of an authoritarian populist where, like, he kind of like follows the ways wave of a belief, but if anyone says like a different belief, they're like slandered and they're considered like not American. Does that make sense? Ah, uh, yes, mm. amazing. Mm. And so yeah. another Putin is an authoritarian populist, and that ah uh, yes, in the same sense. Nice. Lots nice. of shit like that. It's always great to hear always, the U.S. Yeah. president compared to Putin. Oh yeah, yo, P- <laughs> no, no, no. The U.S. president is so fucking scary. I would hate. Imagine being in another country, seeing Donald Trump in power, being the guy behind the largest military in the world, the largest nuclear arsenal in the world. It's a crazy scumbag who tweets about random shit on Twitter. You know how scary that would be? I, well, so yeah, look at it from that scope. Yeah, I'd probably be I'd be, be much scared of him. I'd be equally scared. there's also a lot of people who... Uh, yeah. I think... I feel like I think they're pretty damn close. I'm not, because I think... Donald Trump straight up like like Putin is smart and Putin like he plays okay. to get his way you know what I mean like he play, he rigs the game but he plays it as well Donald Trump just like he's like I win you lose like fuck you and then everyone's like wait what no you don't and then he's like yep uh, can't hear you and he walks away but it's like Putin, like, he's like can't see me yeah you can't see me it's like, like uh, but Putin it's like when Ron Elijah says uh, no I win you lose yeah I win, <laughs> no, you, I win lose. you lose nope I'm right you're wrong, you're right. <laughs> I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> like a little kid <laughs> but Putin he's just like he's terrifying to me just like seeing someone that's that like like also one of the reasons that I okay this is gonna sound really weird at first but like let, let me get to it I would not like to see Donald Trump impeached because uh, no, no, but listen, because <laughs> I think he prefaced it I think uh, I think his uh, VP is terrifying. Mike Mr. Pence. Pence. Mike Pence is absolutely fucking terrifying to me because he's he has the same radical like crazy views as Donald Trump, but he has like he has that like brain behind it where you know he's going to get his way. But like mm. uh, like because okay. Donald Trump, he's scary, but he's like scary and like a toddler running around your house mike pence is like a dude with a flamethrower that's like lighting your shit on fire donald trump is a toddler with the largest nuclear arsenal in the world yes that's exactly <laughs> it it's terrifying oh just don't forget about that that he could wipe out like every other country in the world with his own will like, he, like no don't he get me wrong do it. there's checks and balances getting against it but like at the same time like there's a secret service guy that carries around the, the nuclear codes and follows the president 24 7 and he they Perfect. they test him into how fast he can decode the nuclear codes and he has to do it within six seconds and he practices it every day. Oh my gosh. That's a fun skill. Imagine how intense that is. Like it's probably something that'll take us like twelve yeah. hours. And he's just really fucking some- good at decoding it. Because it's his job because you want to be able to send out nukes in response really fast if there is a nuclear war. Which is scary to think about, but like, I guess that's what you have to do if the situation comes. Yeah, on this oh on this subject, I just saw the movie Black Klansman. What's that? 
Like, yeah, it's a good movie. Ago. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Dude, the ending, when it's just like, this is 1970s, Spoiler. and this is now. I was just like... Wow. Yeah. I was terrified. I mean, it's the harsh truth. It's the yeah. harsh truth, man. It's fucking like... I, when me and my friends, we walked out of that movie theater, and we were like, shit's fucked. Yeah. It's Imagine, you know, going through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, this but is... But good movie. Recommend it. I think it was There's shot a scene where they talk about Waco in there. Really? I don't know if you remember. The, the old David man, Crush. and he's telling that story. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, not that scene. I, um, uh, when the dude was telling the story, it's from Waco. When, dude, that dude telling the story scene, there's so much, like, just symbolism in that scene that, like, I was taken aback. The fact, okay, so spoiler alert, if you don't want it, skip ahead. It. If you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to see it. Steve, are, Steve, <laughs> are you going to see it? I guess, but I don't care if you say it, just go. <laughs> okay. It's not really that much of a spoiler, but there's this ritual going on in the KKK's thing. And then there's this dude telling a story to, like, the, uh, like this black rights group. And the, there's, like, kind of this, like, divide between the two. Like, the KKK has this really weird ritual going on. They toss water on each other. They're kind of yeah, freaking out. Like the they're watching, Church. like, yeah, they're watching shit about how the South will rise again. But the like literally yeah like, no seriously it's a movie called um uh, the birth of a nation it's like kkk propaganda pretty much but the thing about the scene that was so beautiful for me was the fact how how personal the uh the black rights group was like they were sitting in a room they're all crowded together they were talking to this dude and he was telling the story and it was all so personal and so like you could just feel like it in the room and it was just cut it's, it was straight up him talking it's really personal cut to like these crazy ass people yelling at a screen like like oh kill them all like what the fuck and it was just like that's the divide and it was just I don't know I was just taken aback at like the uh, like Spike Lee the director it was just Spike Lee joint yeah he, he, was, he does a really a good job he's a beautiful filmmaker yeah he but like that whole scene was just showing the two like extremes of the, the sides the two like, sides yeah the Black Panther group and the you know white supremacist KKK, the black supremacist I mean the black supremacist well the, the the Black Panthers they were doing it to be equal with yeah. all but then like you had the white supremacists saying that they're a hate group and that white is the only and that we got to be separate blah 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 it's just crazy how they did that movie mm-hmm. and at the end when um, the officer called oh and he called uh, him. Yeah. Duke whatever his name is. <coughs> he said, aren't you gonna... I was like, yo. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a good scene, too. But anyways, I recommend it. Check it out. It's, yeah, it was such a good movie. Link the and even, stream in the, in the description. Yeah, I was about to say, just, just <laughs> watch it for the free. Yeah, watch it for the free. One point I want to get back to is this... On the TED Talk, the, uh, I'll link it below for sure, but uh, he t- mentioned of ways to, like, stop the fire in that, like, democracy's going to shit, even though it seems like it's very possible for, like, for like this downward spiral to stop so the four ways mm-hmm. were protest it was like of course protesting people will work like post a lot of people protest trump a lot of people protest all of sort of shit and then the big one that really hit me was actually get involved in politics because me personally and i talked about this with alex before and that all this like scariness and this corruptness makes me just want to back out and not fuck with it but that yeah. doesn't help that's the cause the, That's at all. not what you need to do. Yeah. It's the exact opposite of what you should so do. So what you should yeah. really do is pay attention more and vote for people. I guess the, the lesser of two evils in a sense, and that you should pay attention. So if you see two candidates, you can figure out which one 
is less corrupt or is less worse less worse you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i know for sure and i thought that yeah. was like a, yeah. that point really hit me in the fact that like i've always told myself i don't want to fuck with politics because i'm scared of corruption that's the whole voting thing it's like oh i'm not going to vote because i don't like either party like dude that doesn't yeah. help or anything no, vote for who you do believe in is when i'm not going to vote for a third party because there's no way they're going to win if everyone yeah, has that yes, exactly like no you just do it be if you feel like the third party candidate has a better is the better candidate vote because if everyone has that mindset then they actually have a chance of winning but if everyone has the mindset of no i don't want to vote for the third party candidate because they're not going to win they will never win uh-huh. the the third yeah. party candidate this year the libertarian party he actually like he had a solid chance like he was getting good screen time like he, like of course, against the two powerhouses that are the Democratic and Republican Party, he it was it was looking like rough, but like I've heard I heard more about the Libertarian Party this year than I have in any past elections, which I think is yeah. a very good turn, because like I think one of the greatest flaws of democracy is that it innately creates a two-party system, and we talked about this, before. which is. Yeah, which is which is the opposite of what George Washington wanted. George Washington was like to oh, Alexander Hamilton. He was like, "Yeah, don't do that, don't do that, Alexander. I can see you." And then he's just, <laughs> and then he's like, "I promise, man, I won't." And then George Washington dipped. He's like, "All right, boys, <laughs> turn it up." Another thing he highlighted oh, is man. that you need to like make sure you pass down like basic political values to your peers and your family. Like it doesn't apply to us as much because we're all we're all nineteen, all three of us, but. Like, yeah, yeah. pass down to your kids good political values and make sure that the people close to you are, like, morally set in their values, in a sense. Because if everyone does yeah. that who is morally value, the people that are morally straight will grow exponentially, actually. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't know, man. fighting true. now is better fighting later because at least right now we're not in, like, a censored dictatorship to where we can't, like... Caesar. We're, we're not like China to where I hope I never see that day. China I hope I never see have that. like certain websites nationally and shit like that. At least we're not like that. So we're you might as well try to make a change now than then when it will be a lot fucking harder if we oh, ever yeah. get to that. Especially with us, it's us three, and probably most of our audience being the younger people, probably young, we're the youngest yeah. voting generation there is. I remember I could have voted in this past election if I, because my birthday was like two weeks after, but I was like, nah, my oh, yeah. opinion doesn't matter because you could you can sign up to vote. <laughs> That's terrible. Exactly. Steve. Bad, That's bad terrible. mindset. Bad, That's bad terrible. mindset because like, like oh, one vote doesn't matter. That's not what you want to say. And back then, I that's what I thought. And I've grown. Everyone grows, so you get better. But yeah, we're the, we we're I, what matters because we are the future. Speaking of that. We are the future. Election November, everybody go vote. Oh, that's Before right, the, the uh, midterm elections, right? Yep. Also, don't forget mm-hmm. about your local elections. That's just as important. Oh, oh man, shit, I, no I, way. I, that's too. <laughs> I don't. Baby steps, baby steps. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in Arizona. Do, can I do like a, out of state? I can do it. Do, yeah. do I just have to register here? No, you register and you I mean, register, I register online. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then when it comes around voting time, I'm pretty sure you just vote online like you vote through this thing and then you mail it do you want to endorse okay. Beto? <laughs> oh yeah that's right he's um <laughs> he's running i don't know shit about him but i see his signs everywhere the untold Dude, truth even here in college yeah. station i see his signs and i was like no way because he's a he's a democrat uh, he's yeah. he's visited or visiting 
I don't know if he's finished yet. Every single county in the state of Texas, yeah, I, I all two hundred and fifty-three or whatever it is. That uh, he's beat over New York, right? Beat up for Texas. Yeah, he's yeah. Signed, if you, they're on every other fucking bumper sticker in Austin because Austin is like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Oh, Austin loves that guy. <laughs> oh god. I've seen the signs here in College Station. Like, hey, gas country. It's not very hick. It's just college kids, but oh, it's less. No, it's, it's a little it more is. surprising than uh, than Austin for sure. Yeah. I mean, not Mike Pence. Never again, Mike Pence. Wait, no, not Mike Pence. No, Mike is it Mike Pence? Pence? Oh, I mean, um, who the fuck is it? Who's Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz. Never again, Ted Cruz. Oh, my econ professor that I had today looks just like Ted Cruz. Are oh you sure that gosh. he's not the Zodiac killer? Right? Econ pro- oh, I econ forgot professor? about that. Okay. Yeah, like, his, his opinions are so... And, like, somebody in class was like, have you ever been told that you resemble Ted Cruz? And uh, everybody in the class busted out laughing. And I was like, oh my. Like, I wasn't even laughing. I was just like, poor dude. Oh my I gosh. would hate like, you left that by the entire class. No, no, no. He, he didn't care. He was like, he was just said, he just made a comment saying that, like, he loves Ted Cruz. He voted for Ted Cruz. He, like, he believes all his beliefs. But he's, like, one of the typical Baylor professors. Like, he super Christian. Ah, uh, yes. Like, Baylor. He, he, like, believes in the, like, he openly said he believes in the Bible, literally. Like, oh, God. A snake did talk, and I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> interesting." <laughs> All right. Speaking of the term "snakes in the grass," does that come from the Bible? Um, in a sense, I mean, people. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, my hated yeah. snakes. Like, I fucking hate snakes. Oh my god! Oh well, look, look, look here, little indie. Wait, like, chill out. Dude, no, I fucking, <laughs> we went to Enchanted Rock a couple weeks ago when we saw Thanks for the Copperhead. Invite. Thanks for the invite. Y'all were both in college. <laughs> Y'all were, you were in Waco and you were in Arizona. And also, there about. were two guys that you don't like very much, Alex, on that trip. I don't know what you're talking about, Steve. So, I like everyone. So there was a Copperhead right? snake and there was like Same a Alex. massive Copperhead snake on the one of the sides of the trail. And well, was, that's fucking different. That's a Copperhead. I'm not gonna like I'm garter not, snakes. Like I want to fucking pet pet the <laughs> shit out of was, a garter snake. I was talking about a garter snake. I'm no. I'm talking about like the big ass rattlesnakes that are gonna kill you. <laughs> they won't kill you. They'll just yes, hurt you. If, if you a lot. No, I can kill you. Hey man, I don't want to get bit by one. Or like the I mean, uh, fair enough. The coral snake, like red and yellow kill fellow, that type of shit. So fucking yeah. sprint away. I saw one of those fuckers. Yeah. Even if it was like the one that kind of looks similar, that's actually like not poisonous. <laughs> And I wouldn't even bother yeah. to count the stripes. I would fucking run. <laughs> Water moccasins. Yes. God. Snakes are terrible. Especially living in Texas, where there's like the most venomous creatures in any other state are in Texas. I think is what it is. Something about that. Dude, I went to Australia. I went to Australia one summer. Oh my gosh. And yeah. we were we were in the desert at night looking at stars. And I was just like, I'm probably gonna fucking die. <laughs> Like, like I, I was like, this is this is it, y'all. The closest town was a thirty-minute drive. Rough. Australia, I, that's one of the that's on my bucket list of places to go. Australia is great. Reasons. It's Australia, great. just I, I don't know, just to get out of the U.S. I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like one of the hubs for specialty coffee. Ooh, like really? Find, that makes yeah, sense. Like one of the, that makes sense. It's one of the top places, and like it's like above the U.S. Yeah, you need to start. Sure, you need to start branding, and we'll start here. We'll shout you out. You'll, we'll uh, pretend that you're a paid sponsor, and we'll talk about you at the very beginning of every Man, episode, even though you're not saying a, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a whole. That's a whole different. Oh my gosh, I need to get on that. I just, mm-hmm. I have so many like, I don't know. 
I'm so cozy Eli's coffee because I want to start it Austin, Texas because I want to start it like just like I want to start it as a blog first oh just blog about coffee but like I just want to blog about it first just to get my following up mm. then once I get my following up you can do I like wanna a blog where you roast. go to like yeah. coffee when places, you actually yeah. make this blog we'll have you back on the <clears> podcast yeah you can talk bet. about it but like my thing is I don't want to just blog about coffee like go to the coffee shop oh yeah I had a great latte <laughs> with a cool rosetta flower on the art I'm like no I don't want that like I want to actually do like data like research with it that's because fair, I mean though. that's that's what I'm majoring in anyway so it's like I'm obviously ah, yeah. in love with numbers and how they make a line but uh, like I want to do like data like I want to be like what's the best temperature for a morning coffee okay let's do one week one trial of coffee at 202 degrees let's do one at 203 degrees one at 204 degrees and like which is the which has the best flavors in it at that heat which coffees from Colombia or Ethiopia which is better hot which is better cold like I want to do stuff like that that is fun dude but like I wish I was better at Excel do you know how long that'll take I I wish I was better at Excel because every time I put something in Excel I have to like look up how to do what I wish Dude, I could do oh it. Oh like my god! I fucking hate I took an Excel. Ex- I took an Excel class, and I'm in love Dude, with Excel's it. Excel is really like cool. Excel is so smart, but it's the most obnoxious fucking software. I just use Google Sheets though, because I just like how Google is everywhere. Yeah, I like how I can just I can I like how I can pull it up on my laptop and then just like go onto my desktop and have it there as well. Oh, we fucking upload these audio files to Google. Shit, <laughs> Google Drive. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It's funny. Speaking like Elijah, you were saying your bucket list was like Australia, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, I um, one of my biggest dreams is like to get a group of people and just uh-huh. get a group of boys and just go to Japan for like two weeks. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that would just be such like a culture bomb. I want to go to New York, but like that's like not that's up there. But like Japan is just like up there you know like just nathan, just picture nathan, rolling around town nathan worked with like, all summer to go visit his uh his stepsister yeah yeah no I, he told me and i was like i wish i could do that but i was in school but i was just like i think going i think just in general going places with your friends mm-hmm. like just going like across country with your friends is the most fun one could have yeah speaking it's of that so um, me and a friend uh he's a photographer uh engineer student at prairie view i don't know if y'all know where that is I've heard of it. it's like near no. houston um, but uh, preview A and M. But uh, he, I was talking to him. We did a photo shoot. Him and my girlfriend, and uh, we just like came to the conclusion like, hey, bro, let's let's go travel. So like, we made this thing like we're gonna go to Europe. We're gonna save up all our money, go to Europe. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Type thing. Yeah. But like, he just wants to travel. Like he doesn't care. Like he was like, I don't care. Like who all comes. Like, let's just go. And I was like. Dude, I can dig that. So like, mm-hmm. that's fucking dope. That's what my dad did. My dad, when he, I don't know when, but he took like just like a thing. He's like, I'm gonna go to Europe, and he just dipped to Europe for like a while. <laughs> Flex. But, but the thing is, no, he ran out of money. He got stuck, right? So oh, he ran out of money in Germany. So he, he like bunkered down in like a Cologne, a small like a city in Germany, and he worked there for six months to get enough money to fly back to America. I wanna. Oh my god! It took him six months. Yeah. Oh god. All right, that would be dope. Setting if it wasn't for track, fun. I would. Uh, yeah. Track just See, that, takes up the whole summer. Elijah, when you were talking about the Europe trip right there, I saw. So I have the video on Discord thing to where whoever's talking is is shown up, and I, as Alex was like going to the corner to fade quietly, it would flash to him. I don't know what you're talking about. I do not know. It was so about. hard for me. <laughs> <the first time>. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was like Elijah oh. talking and then just me just like yes perfect perfection <laughs> I wish the people listening could sort of see that we, maybe no, we could no this whole time he's just been like putting it under his shirt I'm like <laughs> I do, I do uh. not know what you're talking about I'm a straight cut gentleman Hey, I don't what do is anything illegal. I don't torrent any movies. I've never done any <laughs> I've never, I don't drink. I have never, never ever torrented a movie in my life. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. Well, boys, it's looking like we're near and we're, in, we're not an hour and four minutes. Do you want to keep on going or do you want to cut it off? Uh, I mean, we can make it a little longer because we have a guest. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Why not? We're having, we're having a good time. I'm, I'm Jay Chillin. I've been having needed to take Jay a shit Chill. for the past 40 minutes. But we're, we're, oh we're my god. It's not like we've ever had to like cut, like, we never not stopped yet. talking. We usually just like, oh, that's long enough. We're never like, oh, yeah. we don't know what to talk about. So. Yo, Elijah. So you know who Yo. you're into coffee? Of course. I'm into mechanical keyboards. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so wait, wait so my brother, podcast. my brother has mechanical keyboard, but what, what is that? Like what's what a mechanical what? keyboard versus a regular ass keyboard? Just oh boy, you just opened. That's not true at all, Stephen. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, so you guys can't see this, everyone who's listening, but this is my mechanical keyboard right here. This is my baby. It's the uh, uh, MK Disco. <laughs> but um, the difference between mechanical keyboards and regular keyboards is the actuation switch underneath. Regular keyboard keyboards use this thing called a rubber dome. And, yeah. like, so you, like, press down on the keyboard, and it, like, concaves the rubber dome after a certain amount of pressure. And that, con- like, when it concaves, it activates a switch. With keyboards, like, laptop keyboards, not the new, uh, the new MacBooks are different, but they have this thing called a scissor switch, I believe. And it's, like, held up on, like, like two, like, little pieces of metal, and, like, that press down yeah. when, they, when it activates. But the thing, here, let me see if I have my key puller. Yeah, I have oh, a newer, I didn't need that. The newer version, the newer physical but, model, and the travel on this keyboard is like probably like a twentieth of what the travel on your mechanical keyboard is. Yeah. So this is uh, this is what a switch looks like on a mechanical keyboard. It's like a little <laughs> peg. Yeah, yeah, y'all can't see, it, but it's a little peg sticking up out of the uh, out of the keyboard. And what's underneath the peg is like a spring that goes down and after a certain amount of pressure there's like this lock this like little lock thing that's called this that's like in the switch uh-huh. and it's like a it's not really a lock but it like adds it goes after a very specific amount of pressure it pushes down through so like it's each each there's different types of switches and there's different amounts of like what it takes to activate and like the pressure so there's a lot of stuff in it but um mm-hmm. there's there's the most popular key switch company makers called Cherry MX. They make the ones for like uh, Corsair. The the Razer has their own thing. They're just fucking weird. I don't I don't like Razer. But um, <laughs> there's like Reds, which don't have the actuation, so they just push all the way through on the spring. Yeah. Uh, they have a certain amount of actuation pressure. I don't know that. There's the Browns, which aren't as clicky as the Blues. The Blues are the ones that everyone knows is like the mechanical keyboard. Because, you know, like, we just, like, kind of like, like, fucking slap yeah. or something. Yeah. Those things like, have what's a, the benefit of that? The benefit, the benefit is, um, it's more precision. And, like, if you press down on, like, a regular rubber dome, just, to, like, push your hand, like, down on, like, a rubber dome, not all the keys will activate at once because of just how it's designed. But mm-hmm. if you press it down, your hand down on, like, this, 
all of these keys will activate at once. Yeah, these these mechanical keyboards just because are with like they're video it's game players because they're so much more precise. Yeah, and they're more precise. It's like a little cold. And, like and it's better like activation. It feels better to type on. Like it's it's really hard to explain unless you've tried it. But once you've typed on like a key, like a mechanical keyboard, it's really hard to go back to rubber dumb. I think I personally think that the the MacBook keyboard is pretty slick. I like. Like the new yeah, one, the new one. I'm, it kind of you the have flat. to get used to it because, like, since the travel is so small, you kind of can't even notice. It feels you. like a dog clicker. Yeah, you can't even notice yourself like typing on it at first. And I've yeah. heard like older people complain. Older people who have had like been typing with the fat, fat fucking fat travel keyboards for a long time before, and they get a laptop like this, and I'm like, I can't even tell when I'm typing because the travel is so short. <laughs> but being yeah. a 19 year old who can adopt the tech really easily is going to be fine. <laughs> like, I was thinking... Like, I think that. it's really interesting. I'm really scared of the point... I can't... I'm scared of... Whenever I get to the age to where I can't, like, adopt to new technology because I'm not as used to it, then I'll feel really mm-hmm. fucking old. Because I've always been the guy that, like, my mom asked me, like, hey, can you help me with this? Because it's just intuitive to us because we've grown up constantly getting new technology. But at some point, we're yeah, going to get seriously. so old to where we don't want new shit anymore. We don't really give a shit. And then we're yeah. not going to be like as intuitive about how things work. I always think about that. Like I always wonder, like, so, like, you know, of course, we're going through the tech boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's getting new, revamped. Everything's changing. Yep. But, like, when is it going <laughs> to slow down? Oh, shit. Like, it's yeah, it's oh, fuck. going to slow down? You're growing faster. That's, that's scary. It's going to get to the point where it's just, like... No, dog. Like we're just we're just gonna be born and just be like in a bubble, Dude, I'm and like genuinely things are gonna do stuff for us. Imagine if you, if the human race lasts long enough to where we know everything about the physical world. Think about that, because like we don't understand how all of physics works by a long shot because of like quantum physics and stuff like that. It just no one understands it. But if we ever get to a point where we know how everything works perfectly in the physical the world where there's no more advancement in technology everything just is stagnant what do mm-hmm. we even do mm-hmm. at that point imagine that that'd be imagine, so fucking weird imagine having 100% of the ocean researched yes yikes like shit like that we haven't even explored the but water is scary bro like, just even I'm, fucking like, somehow I'm terrified of the ocean you somehow traveling faster than the speed of light whatever way it have to be possible whether it's like with all the theories that it has to do with black holes or dark matter, whatever it had to be, imagine ever <laughs> getting to that point. That would be insane. I, that's I like can't. a concussion waiting to happen. That's that's like talking about like multiple multiple dimensional stuff. I remember watching a video from Neil deGrasse Tyson, and that like we're mentally we're so locked in. Like picture an ant, in a, pretend that an ant is two, is only in two dimensions, in that it can only store items in these two dimensions but then once you open up a third dimension that the ant can't even comprehend things like the ant can't comprehend that things can go up there's no z axis like we have on graphs okay. so imagine opening up a fourth axis technically there are fourth dimensions and it's time and space space having x y and z and time being fourth imagine if there were a mm-hmm. third physical dimension how bizarre Ooh. that would be I would just I would just get into the fetal position and start screaming future like Squidward from because our brains okay. can't even comprehend the fourth dimension. <laughs> there is a book about that. Yeah, I'm sure there is. It's called it's this book called <laughs> Flatland 
It's a book called Flatland, and it's about every. There's, so there's these poly. There's these like polygons living in a two D world. I think I've read this. And they're like, it's, it's a really weird fucking book. Like there's a hierarchy. Like the more sides you have, the, like the yes, higher you I've, up I've on read like this the scale. Book. I definitely read this yeah. book in like middle school or something. And the the women are all like lines. And since, like, they're, they're, like, used as, like, assassins and shit, since they, like, poke a polygon, the polygon just disappears. And, like, there's this one point where a three-dimensional object passes through the two-dimensional plane, and it's really fucking trippy for them, and it's just, like, talking about what it would be like. <laughs> to be, because I imagine book, that from a fourth dimension. Fucking nuts. Yeah, that shit's insane. I, have, I remember reading that, and I should definitely read that again. What was it called? Uh, Flatland. 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 There's also another really interesting short story by Isaac Asimov you can fi find online is the final question or is it the last question okay it's called the last question by Isaac Asimov it's um basically like the last question of the universe it's like I believe I, it's, it's fucking weird but this uh it's a really cool fucking book or story that I think you should read uh, if, if you everyone if anyone ever checks it out it's free online just look up the last question the first link is a PDF file that you can just straight up read for free. But nice. And you can torrent books. Yeah. People don't do it very often, but it's very possible. I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah but that one's true. actually free because he's. Uh, I think it's like been too long since he up uh, since he wrote it that it's like. I don't know. I don't know. They're it's they're for free now. I think they're some, they're, uh, with publishing companies, there's a license licensing agreement to where after a certain period of time it becomes free. So a lot of old classic novels are free online. Yeah. I know that some of like the first movies are now like open for everyone to watch since like 70 years I think is the copyright on a movie. Oh wow. So That's like crazy. Some, of the, some of the old movies people will stream them on Twitch or like something since you can't. I've seen that before. Copyright, yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's it's pretty fucking cool now. The shit that's happening nowadays. We're making money. Speaking moves. of Twitch, those dudes are making crazy money. I was doing Yo, the math dude, on fucking like, ninja. No, no, I was thinking like I was doing the math on like the uh, the, the folks from TSM. Oh, from TSM. And, like, oh, you know how much money they make no. a year? Oh, dude, it's just millions. Okay, and like. Oh, sorry. No, you got it. I'm, I'm, I'm still stuck on the book shit. I was Googling. Uh, in general, uh, book works of like, like books are uh, 70 years after the author passes away, they become public domain. That's the general rule. Oh, okay. That's like the rule of thumb. Oh, wait, It's not shit. always the same for every single case, but that's the rule of thumb. And that 70 years after the author passes away, it's public domain. Wow, that's actually kind of cool. That's really interesting. Okay, my favorite book of all time is *The Once and Future King* by T. H. White. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he died in 1964. So *The Once and Future King*. It's almost you know you know like ten ten more years I think, so it's free. No, wait, he, wait, how many years is it again? Seventy. Seventy. Oh yeah, ten more years until it's totally free. I don't know if I did that math yet, right? Maybe a little less than ten, actually. I Wait, what the it. fuck? I just found I just found it online. Well, it's that's like, the totally rule of in thumb. its entirety. That's the rule of thumb. It's not always seventy. That's yeah. in general. There's no exact number. Mm -hmm. Now that's fair. <laughs> it's also 
Another example, sometimes it's 95 years after the publication or 120 years after the date of creation. So I guess it depends on what kind of writing it is for which rule it's going to follow, which is weird. And I'm sure there's a I'm sure if it's academic, yeah. it's sooner. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, like, the after someone has died. Because, like, I don't know. Because they're not going to make any more money off of it. I they're not going to make any money off of it. Doesn't like, if I were an author, like... Tolkien's, like, family, they own the rights because people still want to make movies yeah. off of it. Yeah. So, sorry, go on out. They, uh... I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say, but it, yeah, it makes sense, the 70 years. Because if, like, if I were an author and I wrote a book, like, I would be like, you know what, like, after I die, just, like, fucking send it out, man. If it really is Get that popular, dump. like, let everyone read it. Yeah. I mean, hell. Like, J- dude, I can't get over just how fucking ingenious J.R.R. Tolkien was when writing Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Yeah. Like, he wrote an entire language... For like he wrote like multiple languages, right? Because I know he wrote Elvish, and that's like the main one. Because yeah, he, he was on that language. Yeah, and he was mostly he was a linguist actually. That's why he was able to write those languages because his profession he was like a linguist, and he was like a teacher of like the arts, which is cool. That's so dope. Yeah, like I wish I could do something like that, but I also could never do something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah. Well, it looks like we're winding down, y'all. Hey, man. Thank y'all. This no, is fun. Thank you. It's, <laughs> a, good it's time. a lot of fucking fun. Like, that, that's what I was like shocked of the first time. Because I was a little, the first time we did it, I was a little nervous that we wouldn't do it consistently. But it's so fun yeah. to where, like, I don't really care. Like, I mean, of course I care about, like, getting, like, downloads and shit. But at the same time, downloads isn't going to be the only reason I still do it, because it's fun. It's almost therapeutic. Yeah, it is therapeutic. Yeah, no, that's what it really is at this point. Because for me, I'm just like, like, it's just an hour, I sit down, where I get to talk to my, my guys. No other distractions. And just, like, shoot the shit. It's just, yeah, there's no other distractions. I'm just shooting the shit. I'm talking about what we want to talk about. I just it's feel like great. literally long-form conversation is kind of, like, lacking in our generation with, like, social media and yeah. technology. Well, thanks to, thanks to uh, devices. Yeah. yeah. So, because, yeah. like, a tweet is, like, what, 180 characters? 250. It used to be 180. They changed yeah. it. To, they changed it to 240. 240. Or 250. Yeah, but, like, oh, yeah, that's right. but like, this, having, talking to, like, we just talked for at least 100, I don't know, fuck, one hour and 20 minutes. And then probably some more. Oh, wow, we didn't yeah. record the first probably, like, 20 minutes. So like yeah, we were straight up talking for a while. I just feel like it's lacking, and more people should have long form conversations. And so if you made it this far, we forgot again to put the mi- the word in the middle, whatever word. Elijah, oh, do you want to choose a word for everyone to text us? Uh, espresso. 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 Okay. All right, you got y'all espresso. heard it. Espresso. Espresso is the word. <laughs> so if you wanna if you wanna join, if you wanna be a guest, all you really do need is like some sort of decent mic and a computer. Mm-hmm. I'll probably yeah, be like Elijah's them. using Bose, like Bose earbuds. They have good mics and shit like that. Like Apple, Apple ones. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> Apple ones. They generally work. Just me- let us know. Message us. Yeah, we'll definitely. You I know? think we'll try to have guests more often than not from now on because I feel like it's gonna make yeah. it more interesting to listen to. Makes yeah. sense. Because I felt like we like, needed to like freshen things up. I learned shit about coffee. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I learned shit about Especially coffee. Especially if you have something like that, you have a passion about, like Elijah does. You want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. That would that would yeah. be dope. 
Alright, well, this is Tall and Taller, and Taller as well, signing off. <laughs> it's a three-person combo today. It's the Wombo Combo. Alright. Wombo All right. Combo. Well, bye-bye. Yeah. Peace.